Hey, it's Chef Carla, and welcome to Cooking is the New Healthy. This is a podcast about how we cook, how we eat, and how we show up in our real lives. I'm talking to other creatives and entrepreneurs about how they do that in their lives. You can find me at Chef Carla underscore C. That's where everything is, including the link to this podcast show notes. I have today with me Sarah Biffin, and she is an acupuncturist and literally like one of the most creative and like light filled human beings that I have met in a long time. She is such, I I just want to say that you are whip smart too. And that we met through my friend, Jessica, who is also on this podcast. She is a Kumari consultant and organizer, and she introduced the two of us. And I had a conversation with Sarah. It was scheduled for 30 minutes. We chatted for over an hour because we have so much in common. And I am just so excited to introduce her to you. And Sarah, please just tell us how you serve the world. How do you work in the world? And what (sighs) lights you up? Well, hello, Carla. So good to see you again, obviously. Um, well, like, like you said, I am a licensed acupuncturist here in New York. I also practice herbal medicine. I have been a Reiki practitioner for almost 10 years now. So I love to bring in that like energetic component to my practice. Um, and we have this in common that we're both holistic health coaches. So that is how I've been called to, you know, bring myself into this world and to work with people and connect with people. And I'm also a very proud dog mom. So that's important to note. <laughs> that important. I also, totally. think, I also think your astrology is so important. As oh, well. yeah. And I love astrology. I mean, I, I think that I don't typically mention that first thing because I'm not like classically trained. It's yeah. more of like, I have had various mentors over the years that I've been in touch with. And it's just something that's like, it's just come into my life in a very like organic sense and it's something I've constantly been fascinated with and much like what I do in my business it is like a lifelong learning experience I'm just kind of like I mean I've been studying a quote for years and I feel like I haven't even like begun to scratch the surface but it is something that I adore and I love to like incorporate whenever I can I love it I'm going to ask you some food questions so what was yeah. your last meal Well, very like Chinese medicine, spleen, unfriendly. I had a cold brew coffee, which I admitted to you before we started recording this. (laughs) My heart is already jumping out of my chest, (laughs) but my husband bought it. I really like coffee. I couldn't resist. I'm also drinking water. So it's all about balance. You know, no shame in that game. Like we said. (laughs) So yeah. I I love that you say that. Because yeah. it is, it's about There's balance, no right? Exactly. I mean, I think that a big, another way I would say bring stuff into this world is like being perfectly imperfect and like being okay with that and trying to convey that to people. Like you got to start somewhere. That's incredible. All right. Let's talk eating philosophy because I'm, yeah. I'm so curious about this one. Um, oh, well, yeah. I mean, well, we, you know, I could definitely like wax poetic about you know, the structural eating of Chinese medicine and eating for your constitution. And while I completely subscribe to and believe in that in like a general sense, I think that my overall eating philosophy, and I feel the two really marry together well anyway, is like, you really just like need to eat 
what makes you happy and what makes you feel good, like truly makes you feel good. And that doesn't necessarily mean like binge eating everything, blah, blah, blah. It's like, where does your body feel the best when with what you put into it, you know? So like the way I see it, like food is love just as much as it is medicine. Like let food be that yeah. medicine. And like what, what better than to like self-care and love yourself through what you're putting in your body. So like, you know, as much as I can, I love eating like seasonal, local, organic, like all that good stuff, like whenever possible, but like really like listening to your body and like what it freaking needs and like not jumping on to like every latest diet trend or superfood, which, you know, it's like, it needs to come together in a bit more like synergistic sense in my mind. Um, and, and this doesn't mean like self, self deprivation, like the way I see it, it means self appreciation. So that's like kind of my overall concept, if that makes sense. <laughs> so beautiful. I like want to repeat that for people that didn't hear it or need to hear it again. Self-appreciation. Yeah. Not deprivation, self, self-appreciation. It's such a beautiful way of looking at it. And food is love in my world. Yeah. Right. I, I know we definitely share that thought for yeah. sure. Okay. So I'm going to ask you to share mm-hmm. some actionable tips with the people listening to this podcast, because often I find when I listen to a podcast, I hear so many great ideas, mm-hmm. but a lot of the times people don't take action on those ideas. So I would love to create some action items that we could do as listeners and what I would love for them to do is if any of these resonate, we'll challenge, we'll have one that's a challenge for them. But mm-hmm. if any of these resonate, definitely tag us both on Instagram. I'll put our Instagram handles in the show notes and let's continue the conversation after the show. So yes, I would please. love to know what your tips are. Um, I mean, I feel like I have so many I want to say, but I'll, I'll net it down. You know, you probably feel the same way. Um, yeah. I think you know, in these like really crazy times where it's like a 24 hour day feels like an 87 hour day and like up is down and down is up and sideways is crossways. It's like so hard to set a rhythm for yourself and it's so easy to like step out of your rhythm. So for me anyway, and this is something I've struggled with my entire life. So I just want to share something that's helped me and what I am passionate about is just kind of like the like insomnia is a real problem in our world and especially right now like that's hands down even with immunity also like um sleep has just been like the number one thing that people have contacted me about since the beginning of covid's emergence and like stay-at-home orders and just like our world is so topsy-turvy and so that it was kind of like the first like the first thing to fall was just kind of like a bedtime or a sense of like a circadian rhythm. Cause like there is no rhythm in the world right now. Like that's all kind of been like literally put on pause. So yeah. what's helped me is something so simple of just like setting a bedtime for yourself and trying to stick to it. And like, this is actually something I've been developing with a friend of mine is like, because she's also a practitioner, she's a really wonderful um, meditation coach and restorative yoga teacher and we've kind of like combined forces in this way because we consistently we're just again and again and again having clients and patients reach out to us like I cannot sleep 
I'm up at 4 a.m. listening to the birds chirping and like wired, like what's going on? Yeah, exactly. We're both raising our hands here. Like, I'm raising my hand. Right. And I had contacted her about it because it, it was just like, this is something I've always struggled with. So I, I had some tips and tools in my wheelhouse and I know she did too. So we just were organically talking about it. But um, we like ended up developing this series about it because it was such a thing, like this like guided kind of sleep series because it is this ongoing problem. Yeah. But that I think is like step number one, like set yourself a bedtime, even though in my mind, it's like, since I was little, it's like, oh, it's bedtime's boring. You know, it's like a chore. It becomes a chore when no, it's like, it's that self-appreciation, it's that self-love. So I would say like, hands down, number one, set yourself a bedtime <laughs> right now anyway, <laughs> right? So pre-COVID, I will say this. Got I it. had a bedtime alarm and oh. I actually have used it for years, like before even Apple developed the actual mm. bedtime situation. Right. I'm not sure what people have in terms of phones, but for an Apple phone, you can set a bedtime and there and literally like you can measure your sleep. Yep. Now I'm not talking about keeping my, my phone next to my bed. I'm talking about <laughs> that's a whole other thing. Um, yeah. And I'm talking about like setting a, an alarm to let you know, hey, it's time to start your routine. So whatever that entails. And I will say that I have kids. So I did notice that once I, I had my children, I was like, wow, they have this really elaborate bedtime routine. Like, why don't I have this routine? Yeah. It's such a good point. Yeah. I mean, it literally becomes, I think that, and in general, I feel like this is helpful for a lot of people in like reframing the way that you think about things like that is like, instead of thinking of it as a chore or a routine, it's a ritual. Like it's a ritual that you introduce into your life and it becomes part of you. It's yeah. so adaptable in that way. Um, and it might be like a forced ritual at first, you know, like if you're not somebody who's like, and, and God, I wish I was someone who could just like fall asleep at the drop of a hat. Like I really do. Um, but I think that doesn't speak to the majority of people probably yeah. it's a little harder than that. Um, but I find that that just that reframing of the sense of like what that means. And, and, and like the, I know the, the term self care is really like bandied about, but it really is exactly that when you think of it in that way, it's like a ritual of rest. Like it's a ritual of regeneration. It's this like truly the way that your body can have a ritual of recycling. That's how your body like stimulates its recycling systems. That's why you need to sleep when you're sick, you know? And, um, you know, it can just be very preventative and healthy in that way too. It's such a beautiful way of looking at it as a ritual of rest. Right? And even yeah. that like feels different in my body when I think of that instead of, Oh, it's my bedtime. Yeah. Yeah, ritual, exactly. Ritual rest feels so different. So if anybody resonates with that word, rest or ritual of rest, as opposed to sleep or trying to sleep or any of those things, I think that that's such a beautiful way of looking at it. Right. I mean, you put it exactly right. That like try is a big 
thing because then people are like, I can't do this. It becomes like out of their scope of practice in some way when it's really not. Um, I think it makes it a little bit more digestible, you know? Yeah. Are you ready for number two? I'm ready for <laughs> I'm like ready. So ready. <laughs> ready. Um, well, I've been revisiting a lot. I've been doing a lot of like reading for fun, which yeah. I, there you go. Actually, that could be an actionable tip in itself. It's not what I was going to mention, but I'll like bleed it in there. Um, yeah. Reading for fun is something that I tried to introduce to myself even like pre-pandemic and pre-COVID um, just personally, but I, anyway, um, based on that, I've been, uh, reintroduced to one of my old favorites, which, which is the four agreements and super quick read. I mean, they literally just tell you the four agreements in like the flap of the book here. So it's like, yeah. you can even just get a general sense. It's not meant to be like a huge spiritual quest, but like the whole book itself, it's, you know, really tiny and, but it's so powerful. Like it's packed such a punch and like, you know, revisiting it lately, the first, like, it's just brought up all of these things again. And it's something I just kind of wanted to share with, you know, a wider, wider audience is like, the first agreement is like, be impeccable to your word. You know, don't spread gossip and hate with your words, spread love and truth. And like, it's so powerful and so quick to change like your perspective how people see about see you and how they interact with you. Like they know that you're coming from a lighter place. You, they yeah. know that you're coming from a place of integrity. It's like, who doesn't want to be known as somebody who like sticks to their word, you know, and gives their best and just shows up in general. So um, that resonated with me a lot. So I just kind of wanted to like reshare that because I think especially right now, like any kind of, any kind of like compact tip that we can use yeah. is just so helpful, you know? And I was like, wow. Yeah. And that's like the basis of all these other things because, you know, we are like energetic beings, right? Like people sense your energy, like the energy you bring into something is like far more powerful than anything you could possibly say. Right. Like, than you say, than how you look, than any, yeah. than any of those things. Absolutely. Absolutely. At least how, that's how I feel about it. And, um, so I thought that might be helpful for people to keep in mind. I love it. Yeah. And then um, my third one is quick, but if you're afraid, do it anyway. <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess that's just more of a life concept too. It's just kind of like, we're afraid about so many things. And I, I mean, I was thinking of that in like a business aspect. I don't mean that in like a be reckless with your health or other people's health or things like that. <laughs> you know, I know you need to like caveat these things with the time and place, the set and setting that we're in, but like, you know, <laughs> I'm thinking of it more from like, if you feel like you're stuck, if you feel like you are a little stagnant and you're not where you want to be right now, like, taking any kind of actionable step is going to be helpful. Um, you have to start somewhere and be okay with being imperfect. Um, Cause I think that that fear of being imperfect holds a lot of people back. And it's something that I struggled with for so many years um, yeah. and really let myself get lost in the mix of that. Um, you know, and we could talk about my like astrological chart and my placements and why that is, you know, for two hours. But um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think like even just, you know, since we are discussing like entrepreneurship and yeah. creativity and like no matter what 
frame of reference you're coming from, I think everyone can kind of relate to that in some way. And it's like, for example, like I am terrified of public speaking. I'm, I was nervous to talk to you today, you know, like, but it's just like, you just need to do it. <laughs> like, just do it anyway. You're going to be afraid your whole life. Like, just don't let it hold you back too much. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so honored that you came on. Oh, it's been a total pleasure. You're easy to talk to, so it's like <laughs> overcame that fear real quick. Oh, thank you. Believe it or mm. not, I, I do get nervous. Mm. Um, even though I'm, and I'm like crazy extroverted in terms of my professional life and my personal life, I'm really introverted. And oh, yeah. every single, and I was wondering like when this would come up, but every single podcast. I meditate before I listen to actually every single time I teach every single time I do a live I meditate and I do this service meditation by Gabby Bernstein and I've done it for maybe I don't know I want to say the album's at least maybe 10 years old and I've been doing it consistently like I get myself centered in a space mm -hmm. in order to be able to give that's such a good way to put it. Exactly. Yeah. Like you need to find the tools that work for you. I'm, I'm going to write that down. <laughs> I'm like, maybe I should listen to that too. <laughs> that's a great meditation. And it's a great, you know, oh, I, she's wonderful. Yeah. She is amazing. And I follow, yeah. I mean, I've been part of her community for like a thousand years. Yeah. Um, but I also think like some people like pick like a song, like maybe they want like a, pump up song or whatever but mine is i'm woo so mine is mine is a meditation yes, totally well you know my um husband and i are both like subscribed to a lot of modern woo woo <laughs> him being a hypnotherapist and you know fortunately for me i've had that resource of while well, he's not my therapist um working with various colleagues of his that have yeah. been like, super helpful and you just you need to find like the the tips and tools that work for you like in your yeah. wheelhouse I think but also just like the willpower to just step up you know it's not easy it's not easy for people no it's uncomfortable it's uncomfortable as hell yeah it is but like being in like not living your truth so to speak it's like how much more uncomfortable is that the trade-off right a hundred percent it's like yeah. how I think I can't remember. Oh, it was a Steve Madden documentary on Netflix. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if you watched it, but he said like it was something like how maybe that you couldn't take like another day of being miserable. Like that was. Uh -huh. his, and I want to remember. I think I'll find the quote and put it in the show notes, the exact quote. But it was like that he couldn't spend another day being miserable, that he had to essentially live his truth. Yeah, hundred percent. I love that. And like, um, speaking of documentaries and also like set and setting, it's like, I think people are just like, have had to face their shadow so much in this sense. And like, literally yeah. what is holding them back and just really confront that. Cause like they got nowhere else to go. Mm -hmm. um, but um, my husband, Dan and I were watching, what the Michael Jordan documentary on ESPN, which is fantastic, called The Last Dance. Oh, it's so good. Um, but I, I think one of the first things they say in um, the last episode, I think, is just kind of this like sense of what where Michael drew his power from and like his t 
like he is such a presence he is like this like magnificent creature you know and so unique and it's because like he was just in the moment all the time no matter how much success he had no matter how much he gained like he was just always like in this moment like being him and like doing what he's doing and they basically they brought up this um quote that somebody's like oh do you ever get nervous when you take a shot and he was like why would I be nervous about a shot I haven't even taken yet so you know it's it's like such a good compact way to put it and I was like wow that's so powerful yeah and I mean like what what an easy like what a thing to like bring into your life if you can it's like that obviously has been such a key that mindset has been such a key to his particular brand of success and I think it's just like a really powerful little mantra to keep in mind that's incredible I'm excited. I'm excited about totally all your watch tips. It. Oh, oh, you're well, and and watching, <laughs> and watching. But I'm like excited about all of this information that you you were just like a well of information. Oh, thank you. So it's, it's in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any other tips? Uh, well, I mean, I do have like a little challenge for people since I Ooh. know that was something you were we're chatting about. So this is a real simple one. So you don't have to like follow along with a lot and um, you know, hopefully it'd be pretty applicable. Um, but just drinking a room temperature glass, a 16 ounce glass of room temperature water, not ice water or anything. Like first thing you do when you wake up in the morning every day, like before coffee, before tea, before you put any food in your body, put a little lemon in it if you want, or it can just be like a straight up chug challenge of water. But like, that's something I like to do every day or like challenge myself to do every day. And like, especially if you have any digestive issues, like you struggle with like bloating, constipation, it's like your body again needs kind of like that reset, like that flush out literally, like your colon needs fresh water. It just needs it in order to do its thing. So um, it really is just, is such a powerful and simple tool to like set off the digestive cycle. And I find that really helpful. And I thought maybe, you know, some people at home might want to want to try that approach, especially if they're having, you know, it's like, again, these crazy times is like really messing with people's digestion. And also it's like, we need to just be more hydrated in general and like keep reminding ourselves to like physically, again, self-appreciation, like give our body what it needs during the day. It's like that meme. There was like a meme going around everywhere that was like organs, like just give me water. Like I can't remember. I'm not doing it justice. It was just like, (laughs) I'll find it. I'll send it to you. But it was just, um, it really made me laugh because I'm like, yeah, like we're water beings. Like we need it. So yeah, yeah, give it a shot. So I'll ask you a question. Do you pour yours the night before? That's what I do. I do. um, Randomly, like my mom, always she would always have water by her bed (laughs) and I grew up always having water by my bed just even something like if you woke up in the middle of the night with a dry mouth like to sip on but like even that is pretty telling like you clearly dry out and need to rehydrate like you're still and you know losing fluids for like eight hours at least you know or however long you're sleeping it's like you need that replenishment 
So, I mean, I do. And then also that way, I know it's going to be room temp. And also it just like reminds people to do it. So I just, I'll usually recommend the patients to be like, if you have a ball jar that you can use or whatever, like a big glass of water. And it's like, it ain't, it's not going to hurt you, (laughs) you know, and so many people just report back, like just feeling a lot more energized in the morning or like their digestive complaints have been reduced significantly as well as, you know, talking to people like us and talking about like the best kind of food quality for them. Um, but yeah, to answer your question anyway, yeah, I do sleep with it by my bed. <laughs> awesome. I love yeah. it. All right, Sarah, I'm going to ask you where we can find you. Where can we work with you? How can we support you? Yeah. So I, um, you know, especially since, you know, the beginning of COVID, COVID have been trying to build like somewhat of an online community to stay in touch with patients and friends and family and stuff. And so I have been doing a lot of that via Instagram. So my Instagram is just at dr.sarabithin. Um, and people can always reach out to me there. I just try to like post things that I think, think slash hope will be helpful for people. Um, my website is sarabithin.com. And then um, I mentioned that as part of like the actionable tips, but I did start with a colleague of mine, um, a guided sleep series. Yeah. And it's very irreverently called go the fuck to sleep, (laughs) which um, we both kind of just have that approach to life. So I think it's pretty fitting, but it's very like no fuss, no muss, no stress. Like we're doing it for four weeks every Thursday, just like an hour, hour long blurb to help you settle, to rest your nervous system, to like bring you down and help you kind of like even set that bedtime, Mm -hmm. like set that ritual for yourself or like helping you with that ritual and it's like you don't need to attend every week to benefit from this time it's just like if you can attend great um like I mentioned my colleague Annie is a restorative yoga teacher she's a wonderful meditation coach she does a lot of mindful movement um and I work with it in like we're offering acupressure. I'll be discussing dietary and herbal advice for people one of these weeks, doing Qigong methods, breath work, aromatherapy. Like we're just trying to like offer people what they can easily access, like just from their own resources. You know, it's not meant to be like an aspirational thing. It's just literally meant to be something that helps you go the fuck to sleep. So I hope that people will enjoy it and it will be beneficial for them. <laughs> That's incredible. And there will be a recording. You're going to do that. So yeah. That- so if people can't join live, yeah, exactly. So if people can't join live, we will have a recording available for them if they want to still partake And that way they can even just like have it at their disposal. Um, and one of the, one of the reasons that we were discussing doing that is like, Um, I had contacted Annie when this all began to see if she would do a restorative yoga session with me virtually. And I was like, God, what if I had something like this all the time, like just like at my disposal or someone to like guide me through this. And that's like how this conversation started. Cause I was like, well, actually it marries so well with what I do. And marries so well, like with some acupressure, with some Qigong, some like light energy work, et cetera. Like, um, and so that's kind of like the genesis of this, but, um, yeah, again, to answer your question, there will be a recording, <laughs> yes. which is yay. Thank you. The power so of Zoom. Right? The power of Zoom. It's incredible, oh, like, what's gosh. going on in our online community. So thank you so much. I'm thank so you. 
grateful for you coming on the podcast and for you just being you. I'm so grateful <laughs> for you. Likewise. This has been so lovely. Thank you so much for having me. You're so welcome. Okay. So this podcast episode will be on my website at chef at chef Carla underscore C is where you can access it on Instagram. My website is Carla Contreras.com and I will put show notes for sure. I'll put the sleep workshop. I'll put Sarah's contact information. And if you have any questions, you can always send me a DM at chef Carla underscore C. You can always DM Sarah on her Instagram. And we would love, again, if you would tag us both and we want to see your water. We want to see you either at night, take a picture that you set it up and put it next to your bed and, or in the morning, if you, you know, you drank it and, and how you felt like, I would really love to know, um, because I'm a person that drinks water. I would love to know how you felt. So Again, all of that information, you can either find our Instagram at chefcarl underscore C or on my website. And again, thank you so much, Sarah. I'm so appreciative of you. My absolute pleasure. Thank you so much, Carla. You're welcome. Bye, everybody. Oh, one more thing. (laughs) (laughs) Because this is an unedited podcast. I forgot to say, if you are listening to this anywhere you're listening to the podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe, and also share with your friends. So if you need to take a screenshot or you need to share it via Instagram in your stories, or you, you know, you send it on a carrier pigeon, I don't care what you do with it, (laughs) but just share it so that other people can get this information because I find it so important. Again, sending you love. Thank you so much. Bye.